0: solutions broadcasting from the pods moving and storage studios it's the ramsey show where we help people build wealth do work that they love and create actual amazing relationships jade Washaw ramsey personality is my co-host today as we answer your questions about your life and your money the phone number is 888-825-5225 megan is with us in las vegas hi megan how are you
1: Hey, good. How are you, Dave?
0: Better than I deserve. What's up?
1: Of course. Um, Yeah, so I had a question. Um, My mom, 68, she was the caretaker of five people. Um, My dad was one of them, and they divorced years ago, but it was a platonic, you know, relationship where he lived with her. He has dementia, and um, my mom, nine months ago, suddenly passed away. And Mm. so... um, So now we are trying to kind of pick up the pieces. She she cared for several other people. And so I've been kind of overseeing their finances, making sure their four walls are secure. And um, she didn't have a will and her finances were a hot mess. So I've cleaned it up and I've saved a lot of money for the family with like their social security uh, income coming in and everything. Um, And so my dad has a little bit of savings because, um, you know, I've been packing, piling it away for him. Um, so now we're realizing he, he probably needs to move on and out of the house, uh, where it would be a better situation for him. So he's going to move in with my brother in Utah and, um, my brother is moving out of his apartment and he's moving into an, a house where, you know, he, my dad would have a space with his own bathroom and things. So now I'm thinking, well, maybe my brother should take over his money but I'm hesitant because my brother doesn't have the best track record with money. He's 47. He doesn't own a house. Um, he sold his house years ago and he has a big healthy savings from that, but like he just doesn't have anything else to show for. So that's where I need you to come in.
2: (laughs) Why? For me, I feel like if you've been handling the finances up until this point, I don't see a reason for you to change it. Um, do you feel good about your dad going to live with your brother? Do you like that solution? I do.
1: Yeah. So he wants the best for him. And um, we both kind of agree with the majority of, you know, what our plans are for him. Now, when you um, said that
2: you don't like the way, you're not worried in any way that he would misuse any of the money that you're that's going well, towards your dad,
1: are you? I, I, you know, like a couple months, a couple months after my mom died,
3: mm-hmm.
1: he was like, we need to buy my, we need to buy dad an e-bike because he can't, he lost part of his vision when he had the stroke, which caused dementia. Mm-hmm. We need to buy him an e-bike so he can get around. And I'm like, okay, what are you thinking? He's like, we need to get him around those really nice ones that are like $3,000. I'm like, you don't have $3,000 to spend on this. You know, uh-huh. it's just things like that. And then I'm like, Ooh, red flag. What are you going to do with this yeah. money? Just okay, so
0: why don't, why don't you just why don't you just move him in with your brother? You're in agreement mm-hmm. on that, and then you agree that you're gonna your dad is gonna pay your brother x number of dollars rent per month to cover food, lights, water, and rent. Right, and you just send him that check, and you manage the rest I- of it.
1: And that's kind of what I'm thinking will happen because that's what has been happening. But I don't. He's like, well, you know, like with inflation, uh, well, I mean, with inflation,
0: what I mean, how much is the rent? How much is the lights and water? And how much is the groceries with inflation?
3: Right.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And just take it, you know, take half of that, and that's your number, right? Two two grown men living in the house, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: there's no Mm -hmm. inflation on this. It's just
1: what you know, it we is don't, we don't have
0: to build in an inflate it's not like it, it, you know we'll reassess it once every six months but for this six month period of time here's what we're actually spending on groceries lights water and rent
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: and i'm going to so give you half like, of that and you're going to cover the other half
1: right so or, if he says something like well, i should take over the money like you say no like, well i could. Okay, and then I just say I'll send you X amount
0: to cover this. Yeah, I'm not comfortable with that part right now, but I do want to make sure that that you're treated fairly and that you get plenty of money to take care of dad and that he's not a financial burden to you. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, it would be fair to pay more than his half because your brother's providing the service of caring for an Alzheimer's patient. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Yeah. So it would be fair to assess, you know, put another $1,000 a month on there or something. What's your dad's income?
1: Yeah, that's the issue. He well, he has Social Security income, and that's all he's got. And how much it is, is it? 2300 a month. And what so does not it not take to buy
0: half the rent and half the groceries and half the gas?
1: Well, because my brother hasn't moved into this house yet, he hasn't picked a house yet, we're not sure. But he, my dad's been contributing 1000 to his current, my mom's household. And that's that doesn't matter. That that's small town Utah.
0: Yeah, that doesn't matter. Where does your brother live, and how much is the rent? Well, you think the rent's going to be mm-hmm. on the house?
1: And, he lives in Salt Lake.
0: What do you think the rent's going to be on the house?
1: I uh, maybe over two thousand twenty-two,
0: okay. maybe. Okay, let's call eleven hundred your dad's then.
1: Yeah, but and me.
0: then he's got he's got to buy groceries and electricity on top of that, and give your brother a little something else. So basically, your dad's social security check is going to go to your brother.
2: And if you yeah, have any say whatsoever in this, I know you don't have a ton. The brother should not buy something based on your dad's contribution. He should buy what he can afford. Does that make sense?
0: Rent. He's renting. Yeah, yeah.
2: but still, he can't get something. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't yeah, want him dependent on dad's. He rent
0: something that he can afford, yeah.
2: True, rent. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I want to make sure that's solid too because if he's renting something that's like, you know, he's so dependent on the money coming from his dad and I just feel like that's going to make things awkward as well.
0: Yeah. I mean if your dad passes away, your brother's up a creek. He's up a creek. You know, cuz social security stops at death. Hello. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's this is the thing. You got you just need to lay it out, but this is not going to make anybody wealthy in this situation, but we're trying to keep your brother whole, meaning that he's taking on extra expenses for your dad and he's providing care. Yeah. So, with all of that, the ma- the majority of your dad's social security check is going to go to your brother. Yeah. That's Um, tough, man. In in order to cover this, in order to cover their actual expenses and a little bit of labor. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's fair. Um,
3: A lot. It's not
0: like you're giving, you know, he doesn't need $20,000 a month, but he Mm -hmm. is going to need two Mm -hmm. if $1,100 is half the rent. And that's probably not that unrealistic in Salt Lake. You know, it's probably not that bad. Yeah. So that's what we're looking at. So you just got to walk it through like that. And I don't know what your brother taking over the money would really solve, except he could drain the savings account. Yeah, I don't like that. And I'm just saying, you know, I'll go ahead and give you the Social Security check. We'll sign that over to you. And then you call that taking care of dad and call that the rent or something about like that. I feel like that's it. It's about what it's going to be. And then I'll keep the I'll keep control of the savings. Mm -hmm. And if we need to do something else for dad, you and I'll talk about it. But um, meantime, you keep his half of the expenses under his Social Security cost. Mm -hmm. And you will have a little bit of payment for helping take care of him. And thank you that act of love Mm -hmm. you know that's a wonderful thing wow
3: that's
2: tough that's a tough situation not easy
0: it is you know what solves it hundred dollars a month from age 25 to age 65 invested is 1,176,000 you know what you could do if you're in that situation with an extra million
2: hire home health care
0: anything you want this is the ramsey show Jade Washall Ramsey personality is my co-host today. Thanks for joining us. So the Associated Press is reporting a 16-year-old high school senior in New Orleans received scholarship offers from 149 colleges and universities totaling 10 million dollars.
2: Wow. 10 million? Yeah, totally. That's Guinness Book of World Records, I think I read that.
0: Yeah, probably. Yeah.
2: Unbelievable.
0: Grade A GPA of 4.98. It's going to go to Cornell. He chose wow. Cornell out of the 149. Now, let's understand that he does not have $10 million in scholarship money coming. Right. right. He had that equivalent offered from all of the different schools added together. That's he, true. He would have had to have attended them all to get the $10 million That's right. Because they're all giving him the But still, he, he got.
2: I mean, it just blows so, out of the water. Uh, no, let me yeah. tell you,
0: this did not just randomly happen. This is not a lightning strike.
2: Right. Yeah, he had a a clear path and uh, clearly some folks in his corner that were looking at, you know, after him. He says, today's an exciting day for me and my family. I look forward to working with the Cornell College of Engineering over the course of my undergraduate. It says that he plans to study computer science. That's very, very cool.
0: Uh, Okay. Said in an interview last week, the major reason he cranked out applications to close to 200 schools was his desire to have numerous educational financial options. He ultimately was accepted to 186 colleges wow. and universities. The school said it believes the 10 million in scholarship offers from 149 is a record by a college has been. So, you know, he did what we teach, yes, and uh, what Ramsey personality, former Ramsey personality Christina Ellis said. Yeah, and she did, she had a book, Confessions of a Scholarship Winner. who was on the air here with us for quite a while, mm-hmm. and got 500 thousand, not 10 million, but she yeah. got 500 thousand in actual scholarship,
2: actual money in her yeah. hand. Mm -hmm.
0: and then went to two schools getting a degree and then getting a master's degree Mm
3: -hmm. and Mm
0: -hmm. paid cash for all of that, of course. Um, So what did she do? She filled out a bazillion applications for scholarships. What did he do? He filled out a bazillion applications applications for scholarships Yeah, did not say i want to go to that school over (laughs) there that has the pretty buildings and is another state where my boyfriend is going and i know it's nine hundred (laughs) thousand dollars to go over there and i don't have two nickels but that's where i want to go it's my dream school you don't want to be a dream killer do you
2: (laughs) no these kids put in work they worked this as though it were their full-time job and they worked
0: yeah and did you notice there's not a dream school? No, 149 possible, 186, but 149 gave him scholarships. Yeah, and then he goes, okay, now, now I have options. The
2: best. Yeah,
0: when you have lots of options, you know what you can pick, whatever you want.
2: That's
0: when it. you when you narrow it down. and my dream school? have the dream school, But you gotta you gotta, Shoot you gotta create
2: me. you gotta create the options. The options don't just you know you don't get to just willy nilly choose based on nothing. Based off of sticking your finger in your mouth and throwing it in the air, that's not how it works.
0: So there's a couple of things that we know, and if you haven't seen the documentary, the award-winning documentary, Borrowed Future, that we did, there's a couple of things we know. If you want your kid to go to college, your kid wants to go to college, 100% of the time they can do that debt-free. You should never have to take out a student loan.
2: But Dave... Because you know.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about how you do it. Okay. Number one thing. If you want to go to college debt-free, pick a school you can afford. Boom. That might mean going to community college in a lot of states is free for the first two years. Transfer those two years of work to your four-year degree and... Did you know if you take two years worth of credits to Auburn or the University of Tennessee or wherever, mm-hmm. Alabama, wherever, I'm taking good Southeast schools here, University of Michigan, whatever, right? They take the two years worth of credits and you start as a junior. When you graduate, you know what your diploma says? Michigan. Okay. Doesn't say Michigan, but went to community college.
2: But Dave, my it daughter wants to go to the state school with all her friends.
0: I know. I know she does. And you ain't got any money either. So she gets to go where she can afford to go. So in-state tuition to the state school is by far the best bargain, Mm -hmm,
2: mm -hmm. by
0: far. And you get quality education, and you graduate in a degree that actually has use in the marketplace. We don't need any more people with a degree in left-handed puppetry or German polka history. Those degrees have no value. You're going to be a barista, okay? (laughs) Okay. You're going to be stuck, and then you're going to be whining about the student loan debt and how the culture has taken advantage of you. Study something that is actually usable, well, speaking, where you put tools in your belt. Okay, so we're going to go to the school we can afford. Mm-hmm. We might do community college. We're going to get scholarships. We're going to apply for, yes. you need to apply for 200 to 500 scholarships. If you get turned down for all of them but a handful, mm-hmm. you'll still get thirty or $40,000.
2: Heck, yeah, you will. Yeah, you've got to spread your net wide.
0: Yeah, That's exactly right. And you'll catch some fish that way. Mm -hmm. And then here's another thing, parents. While these uh, people are in college, these children that are in college, these adults are in college, you know what else they can do? Work! Wow, that came out quick.
2: It was almost like you said it. It was weird. (laughs) (laughs) It was weird. (laughs) Uh, They can work, Dave.
0: It's not child abuse.
2: It's not. They Actually, the students that work, they tend to manage their time better. They tend to have higher GPAs.
0: And they graduate in four magical years instead of five. Wow. There's a little list of classes that if you take these classes, you finish in four. That's
2: right. It's
0: just a checkbox.
2: It's just a checklist. You have to just
0: go to that class, go to that class, and go to that class. And if you go to all those classes... Mm-hmm. Then they give you the degree yeah. if you pass all of them. Yeah, okay? you got you to and, do and it. So you, and it's scheduled to where you can do that in four years. That's right. I don't know what else you're doing other than playing beer pong.
2: Well, my daughter says she can't work because she's got too big of a class load, Dave.
0: You're killing me here. You're killing me here. You know, look. Hey, let me just tell you. if you it, The kids that are athletes on, right. on scholarships, they have a full-time job. They sure do. And they get their classwork they sure do i know because i GPS. was one yeah. they do it and so i mean I, we work with athletes on a lot of a lot of college campuses yeah. and they do it all the time i wouldn't want to do that i'd rather go out working and making money personally but um you know work the while point you're in is, school. choose a school yep. you can afford and moms and dads it is your job these are 18 year olds their brains are not fully formed
2: yes they it can't is your choose.
0: job to love them so well that you will not participate with them in doing something they can't afford to do. No, I will not give you my money and I will not give you my support if, you are gonna go the, if you're going to go on a that's track right. that's going to put you in a student loan debt. No, I won't. I don't have to. See, that's called good parenting.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I was so mad at my mom. This is a 30-year-old. But she made me do this, and now I think she's a genius. Boom. You know, right? There you
2: go. I'd rather, you would rather them be angry with you on the front end yep. when they're 18. Oh, I don't, I want to go to that you school. Da, 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 da. Me. Yeah, Why there, didn't you stop me? Yeah.
0: Why didn't you stop me? Because there wasn't any stopping you. You were yeah. hell-bent on stupid, you know? But you're going to do it without my support. But mm-hmm. if you're going to do it the other way, I'm going to I'm going to help you. I'm going to do everything I can. I'm going to put money into the thing if I've got it. Yeah. Uh, you know, you pick a school that's smart. You pick a degree field that's smart. You work and you get scholarships. You can go to college debt free. Let me mm-hmm. just tell you, the average in-state tuition right now is $11,000. That You can do that. Well, that's a part-time job. You can do that not even a good part-time job
2: that's what i say whatever you look for you're going to find if you look for excuses why you can't go to college debt free why you can't do it you'll find that but if you look for reasons that you can do it you will find that as well you will find ways to get scholarships ways to work ways to find colleges you can afford that's the way it works you get to make a choice
0: very very possible to do. Mm -hmm. so it's um this idea that you know rachel Cruz used to say and she's right she still says um, but was, she's was the first person I ever heard say it. We don't have a student loan crisis. We have a parenting crisis. Right on. Because you got to look at these people. I remember a guy called me from Michigan. He said, M- my son told me he's going to this school that we can't afford. What do I do? And I said, well, see, that started a few years back because my son doesn't tell me anything. Well, no, not when he right. was a minor. Nowadays he mm-hmm. does tell me stuff. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But back then, when he's a minor, I told him stuff. I know. I would have been like, I, I know you're not talking to me. You told me what? <laughs> I'll make another one look just like you. <laughs> okay.
2: All right. I know you're not Take talking you to out. me.
0: Take you out. Oh man. Yeah, oh, brother. That's wow. so true. Yeah. All right. So debt free college is possible. Most of it mathematically is school choice. a year or $52,000 a year. Mm -hmm. That's a big difference in private and across the street is public. And there's no correlation between that and being successful. That's right. None. This is the Ramsey Show. Thank you for joining us, America. Jade Washaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Paying off debt is smart. Saving and investing is smart. But there's one way to win with money that people overlook. You not only have to play offense, but you also got to play defense. You got to have the right insurance in place. There are 10 kinds of insurance that are not ripoff that you might need. And we've built a free tool called the Coverage Checkup to show you which types you need to add, drop, or adjust, and we'll tell you about the uh, scamos, the, uh, oh, those weird little policies that nobody needs, but we all get them, right? No, no, no. We're going to get rid of those and put that money in your pocket. So it's a free thing. It's called the coverage checkup. Go to RamseySolutions.com slash checkup. RamseySolutions.com slash checkup. Don't let an emergency sneak up on you. you got the right kind of coverage in place. That's playing defense. Mm-hmm. Not against insurance. I'm just against dumb insurance. So RamseySolutions dot com slash checkup. Stacy's with us. Hey, Stacy, how can Jade and I help?
4: Hi, um, my husband and I are both fifty-one, and um, I just recently received a really large inheritance from my father.
3: Wow! And how much? Uh,
4: my um, one million dollars. Wow! Wow! Cool. Yeah. And, Sorry for um, your loss. He...
0: Happy for your gain. <laughs>
4: he uh, he followed your steps uh, my husband and I have followed your steps we're on baby step seven and um, we've been debt free for a for a long time now and uh, so we've recently been talking about moving and we were thinking about um, building a new home and the new home um, cost would be six hundred and fifty thousand dollars which to me is mind-blowing because I've lived um, a pretty uh, a, Dave Ramsey kind of life where I've been saving and investing and um, budgeting. And so I'm just wondering what your thoughts are when, if you think I'm being irrational with not thinking about building this house.
2: How long ago did your dad pass away? Last year. Mm-hmm. And what, Last how much
0: other year. money do you guys have in addition to the million inheritance?
2: Um,
4: we have about um one Point two million in retirement funds mm-hmm. and one hundred and twenty-four thousand in savings, mm-hmm. and then we own our own house as well.
0: And it's worth wow. what?
4: It's worth between um, three hundred and twenty and three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. We're thinking we could probably sell that for.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Um, and so at this point, with the inheritance and with your house and everything, you have over a two and a half million dollar net worth.
3: Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. So a $650,000 home is perfectly in line.
4: Okay. That'll make my husband very happy. Perfectly.
0: And by the way, it helps me in situations like this to say it's not really a $650,000 purchase because we're selling a $350,000 house. Okay. It's a $300,000 purchase because that's all you're increasing.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Okay, That's
4: great.
0: And so, yeah, the the Dave Ramsey way is live like no one else so that later you can live and give like no one else. It's not be frugal your whole life and stack up money to the ceiling. Mm -hmm. It's enjoy some of it, give some of it, and continue to invest some of it. And this is the enjoying part because you've done a
2: really great job. Mm -hmm. And so did your dad, and he would be honored by that. Both
0: of you. You got yeah. great DNA and you did a good job.
2: Mm-hmm. Haven't you? Oh, yeah,
4: thank you. I mean you're
0: really I mean you're you were millionaires before he left this. Yes. And he was a millionaire. This is we're talking like rich people legacy yes. stuff here. You ever have anybody call you rich people?
2: <laughs> no, you're rich people. <laughs>
4: it's kind of hard for me to, to think about I know it's true.
0: I, I can tell' uh, you think of yourself as broke. What's your household income?
4: Um, right now, it's two hundred and eleven thousand, but when Come we on. started, I was a stay at home mom. I know my when you started thirty so it
0: is normal for your emotions to not keep up with your financial growth,
3: mm-hmm.
0: When this stuff kicks in and you look up and you go, Okay, we were we've been scratching and clawing so long, yeah. we had to watch every nickel, make it scream and and pinch 'em, pinch 'em, pinch 'em, right? And yeah. then all of a sudden you look up and it's been a decade and you've got some serious money. And then it's it's normal for your emotions to not catch up. I mean, like when you and Sam got free, Shoot. you mathematically, intellectually realize they paid off $465,000. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. mathematically realize it's there, but you still, it takes your spirit a while to accept that I'm free.
2: Absolutely. It does. I think about that regularly. I have to remind myself sometimes. So I get what she's saying, but Stacy's rich.
0: Yep. She is wealthy and, and good. And you mm-hmm. know why? because she's been diligent over a long period of time. Diligence right. is excellence in the ordinary on a daily basis.
2: That's right.
0: Do it all the time. Ain't do it, it all the time. Yep. Do it all the time. Like reading a story to my little grandson. I think I can. I think mm-hmm. I can. I think I can. I think I can. The little train that could, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is the stuff. And this is how that's exactly who she is. Yeah. The problem is you get in that <laughs> you get in that grind and you don't look up and realize, "Wait a minute. I do, I have one." Cuz she was a millionaire over a million dollar net worth he leaves another million so another over a two million dollar net worth approaching that. a three million dollar net worth mm-hmm. can you afford oh and by the way folks if you if your emotions um Deloney talks about facts are your friends That's when right. you're an analyzing things okay facts are your friends they help you tell you tell you if your emotions are lying to you mm-hmm. if your emotions are saying you can't do that you're broke people and you look and go well 650 as a percentage of three million or as a percentage of two and a half is a small ratio ratios are facts Mm
1: -hmm.
0: okay can you buy that car because that car when you were broke and 25 and starving to death and coupon clipping Mm -hmm. that car was ridiculous now that car is pocket change small piece Mm -hmm. and you know and you just you just buy it's just pocket change it's just fun that's all it is and, and its ratios help you tell you if you are out of line. If your emotions are telling you you can't afford that, that your your frugality is holding you back mm-hmm. because you haven't looked at the ratios and said it's a small percentage to buy that car, to buy that, to upgrade the house by three hundred thousand when your net worth is almost three million. That's right. That's a small ratio.
2: And think about it, because before. Her house was worth three hundred and fifty. She had one point two. Now she's gained another million, and she's basically going up by three hundred more. It's the same. Ah, It's the same piece of the pie.
0: It's exactly the same ratio.
2: Yeah, exactly the same. We're not
0: changing the ratio at all.
2: Mm -hmm. Ah. So when you look at it like that, she's not really upgraded, ratio wise. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If if he if she had not inherited that suddenly, and you just look down and said two and a half Mm -hmm. is six fifty reasonable? Yeah. Yeah yeah you would say Still. that's reasonable, but mm-hmm. in this case, that doubles it because all she did is she doubled her almost doubled her net worth that's right. a little you know not quite and a
2: little bit
0: mm-hmm. uh, with the inheritance and, and really, Dad would be smiling because dad doesn 't see this as irresponsible
2: that's right if he did, he wouldn't have left her the money if he thought that she was irresponsible, he wouldn't have left her a million dollars
0: yeah but he wouldn't see this act as irresponsible
2: no, not yeah. at all
0: yeah it's not it's not so that's a good thing it's a great question, Stacey. this reason we're riffing on it a mm-hmm. little because mm-hmm. a lot of people deal with this as you move from the being broke and get out of baby step two and you finally get the Mm -hmm. stupid debts paid off and you can breathe and you've been living on nothing and you've been working all the time and you know you don't do anything then all of a sudden you get your emergency fund in place and you go wait a minute now we can we can actually go out to eat that's right and then it feels weird
2: look sam and i went to the movies the other week and you know back when we were dating it was like if we want to date you're looking at every you know penny he said jade i don't care what this costs
0: I'm going big. You going can even big. have popcorn. You, he didn't, he's he a, like, man, I don't care. He, he's just splurging.
2: Look, I bought, I got a glass of wine. Now I will say we got two drinks. It was forty dollars, and I did clutch my pearls. I was wait like, wait a minute,
0: wait oh. a minute. And this is movie theater wine.
2: Yeah, come on, Dave. Come, come on. on, Dave. We can't all have. Come on. Come on. Come come on. You know, with the guy, the waiter with the. Come
0: on. Yeah, but we don't have to drink movie theater wine. I mean, that's like, oh. It's nasty.
2: Let me live, Dave.
0: Uh, no, I want—I do want you to live. That's the point. I want you to live a long life.
2: All right. Next time, it will be a French Bordeaux. Bo-bo-bo. Okay.
0: You can, you can sneak that in. All right. Let's Sam Spring for it. This is The Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, Psalm 28, 7, the Lord is my strength and shield. I trust him with all my heart. He helps me, and my heart is filled with joy. I burst out in songs of thanksgiving. Martha Washington said, the greater part of our happiness or misery depends upon our dispositions and not upon our circumstances. Martha Washington. Ooh, there you go. Right on. Behind every great man, there's a great woman and a surprised mother-in-law. There you go. <laughs> Open phones at 888-825-5225. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host. Ted is with us in New York. Hi, Ted. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
3: Hi, Dave. It's an honor to talk to you. You I'll too, i get right sir. to my question. Okay. My question is, uh, about 10 years ago, I'm 60 years old. About 10 years ago, I got talked into an annuity and didn't realize how bad they were, started listening to you a couple of years back. And uh, I'd love to be able to get out of that annuity, and I just need some help. Any advice?
0: You, at 10 years, you should be past the surrender charges.
3: Uh, they're, still, they're still happening. In other words, I, I had What is uh, the surrender uh, charge? I, I'm not sure how much it is, but it's there's 365,000 in there. Yeah, and um, ten years I, highly
0: unusual for an annuity to have a surrender charge after ten years. Okay. Highly unusual. Are you sure? You need to check on that.
3: Yeah, I will. I'll check on it. Okay. Um Last I, time I, 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 don't, I don't think you my, did. If
0: you checked on it at seven year, it might have had one.
3: Yeah, that's probably the last time I checked on yeah, it. Okay.
0: Well, the, so here let let's pretend it does. Let's pretend you have an unusual one, and it does have a surrender charge that's substantial. If it's small, just forget it and pay it. And I mean, if it's ten percent or whatever, just get your money out of there and go put it in mutual funds, right? Um, yeah. So get it. Go to Ramsey Solutions and click on Smart Vester to find one of the people that are in our network that we recommend. They're, they're, they're got investment brokers and those guys can look at your actual documentation and actually, you know, and, and read through it with you and tell you what you're, you know, and get in touch with the company on your behalf and find out what's really going on. And you can move the money that way over to those guys to manage and some good mutual funds. Um, Or, there's one other possibility if there's a huge surrender charge, and this would be really for other people that are listening. I don't think you're going to find that. But let's say you were five years in and there was a, a 30% charge or something. Well, you wouldn't want to do that. You, But you can roll a fixed annuity into a variable annuity, oftentimes with the same company, and avoid any surrender charge until you can get out of the variable annuity now variable annuity ted is mutual funds inside of the annuity and so it'll be it'll perform a whole lot better and their variable annuities aren't bad Uh, fixed fixed annuities suck but the variable annuities aren't bad but i i would rather you have it in just low turnover mutual funds but uh, a variable annuity is not a bad product uh it's certainly better than being stuck and you can do that rollover Mm -hmm. without the surrender charge in most cases again a SmartVestor Pro can help you do that.
2: Very cool. With the variable annuity, you can choose the mutual funds inside of it, right?
0: Exactly. Yep. And re-choose them. You don't have to just oh, choose them once. I mean, that's you can good. change the mix. You decide I don't like it. You can reset it. Mm-hmm. Reset it. There doesn't it doesn't start the clock over? And but you're variable, still capped uh, uh, on uh, the
2: gain, right? Or you're still capped on what the performance?
0: No, no, no. They're, they they give you a minimum floor a lot of times mm-hmm. on the performance. They'll tell you that it will at least make six percent um and we'll protect your principal and we'll let you name a beneficiary so they have the variable annuities have some benefits Mm -hmm. to them but the um uh but it it, you know you wouldn't use those unless you've got like extra money laying around and you're 100 percent debt free you're baby Mm -hmm. step seven you know you got millions of dollars and you want to put some over here to protect the principal in case of a market downturn or something like that but um and you can also use a little bit of an estate planning tool because you can pass outside of probate by naming the beneficiary. Interesting. Go straight like a life insurance policy. Mm-hmm. Go straight goes to the straight person, to and there's no tax.
2: Oh, so, interesting. All that, right, that's
0: a nice feature that they have. But again, I wouldn't do it just for those. But that those are while you're at it, you might as well enjoy those features. Mm-hmm. And again, a Smart Pro can tell you when the Ramsey team would suggest that. And they will suggest it at the same exact time and um, because some people are misusing these variable annuities and putting people in them that shouldn't be in them too, too early while they mm-hmm. still got debt, while they haven't maxed out their return right. accounts, mm-hmm. they haven't paid off their house yet, that kind of stuff. You would not use a variable annuity until you've done all of those things. Last ditch. Yep, yep, yep. Kim is Push. in Virginia. Hi, Kim. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
4: Hi, Dave and Jade. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. How can we help? Yeah, I was calling um, because I am weighing my decisions for how to pay off my student loans. I have about 48000 in student loans, and I have all of that in a high-yield savings account right now. Um, and obviously, right now, the student loans are in forbearance, um, not occurring in interest, and the savings is occurring about 4%. So I'm wondering if it's smart to just hold on to it until a final decision is made and then just pay it off on the day
2: that it starts reoccurring interest. Just pay them off, pay them off you're gonna sleep better tonight and here's the thing you' th- that forgiveness just mark my words, it's not going through it's not and right. what well, I, I'm not like
4: banking on it coming through, but I'm like, why not make some additional money on the savings right so now let's let's
0: pretend let's pretend for a second. let's pretend you were debt free and you didn't yeah. have any money in a high yield savings. And I came up to you and I yeah. he said, hey, Kim, I want you to go borrow $30,000. And the government's got a program. They're not going to charge you interest for the next few months. And I want you to take that 30000 I want you to put in a high-yield savings account. In other words, I want you to go into debt so right. that you can have a high-yield savings account. <laughs> when I put it that way, it sounds pretty stupid.
2: Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that's that's what it is. (laughs) That's what it is. It is hard to see that you know. It's not hard. Passive. It's not hard at all. Money.
0: It's not hard at all. You're not gonna get rich doing this. Mm
2: -hmm. You think that you're gaining something from it? You're
0: you're not. You're not gonna. You're not even making any money. I mean, what's what the crap is four percent of twenty eight thousand?
2: Even forty eight thousand five hundred a month. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's not, not changing your you life. Rip. Yeah. It's not changing your life. No. Yeah. You, know, you can't strut yeah. around your bedroom acting like you're doing something sophisticated. Mm-hmm. You're just not. Yeah. Or the den or anything else. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, come on. It's not. It's just, it's a it's hundred freaking dollars. Yeah. You can't buy a pizza. I mean, you know, no, we're, and we're screwing around with this and, and you're, and you're worried about it, to the point you called a national radio show where you knew we were <laughs> going to tell you. She
2: knows what to do. She we knows knew, what we, to do. You knew what
0: we were going to tell you. This is how, this is how, how worried you were about it. <laughs> so yeah, you clean it up. You're going to, the peace on the other side of this yes. and then just use your money to make money, use your money to make yeah. money. And this idea that, so guys that this, you know, uh, in the financial world, when you borrow money and invest it at a rate higher than the borrowed cost, mm-hmm. we call that arbitrage. And, um, and they teach it in finance class. What they don't teach you is that every time you do that, you increase risk.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That is nowhere – you can get a master's degree in finance and and they will not associate borrowed money with risk mathematically.
2: That's unbelievable.
0: With one exception, and that exception is is that it, when you're you're taught when a company, a publicly traded company, has too much in bond, too mm-hmm. b- too big a balance in bonds outstanding, that's debt
3: mm-hmm. that
0: you would associate that with risk and reduce their stock price because they're carrying too much debt. But otherwise, we are not taught anywhere in sophisticated financial world, nowhere, even at the master's or the PhD level, to mathematically associate risk with this, which when you put That's a risk factor on this on a tiny little spread like 4% mm-hmm. and you put a risk factor on it, like I don't sleep good tonight, yeah. the, the, it, it dissipates the returns. They're just gone.
2: Yeah, you
0: know, They disappear. So it vaporizes them. So it's just it's just it's a very incomplete view of how the world really works. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus.
2: Guys, it's Jade. Look, if you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey baby steps, go to ramseysolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's ramseysolutions.com and click Get Started.